Hey, Brian. Hey, Rick. Shooter McGavin here on a Masters Weekend, day two. Wow. So I heard your From the Tips podcast is kind of badass. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of From the Tips. It is me, your boy, Brian, always joined by my fantastic co-host, Rick Landis. How we doing, good buddy? I I am ex- incredibly exhausted, um, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, Gina and I were in Iowa this week. If anyone last week listened, you know that. Um, I will touch on that a little bit as we get into the days of the week in a minute here. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, we were in the car for just such a long amount of time. Um, shout out to, to Gina. Cause, uh, she drove the last four hours of our trip, which was from 10 to two. Uh, so I got oh. to at least close my eyes for a little bit. Um, so big shout out to her. Uh, I still only got three hours of sleep in a bed though. So I am, I'm hanging on by a thread right now. Um, I'm going to bed immediately after we record this. It is 6.40 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. I'm going to bed immediately after we record this episode. And I brought uh, our sponsor, uh, NyQuil, with me. <laughs> <laughs> it's here. <laughs> um, it's so good when, like, you're not even sick, but you're like, NyQuil? Ah, sure. <laughs> I, see that's the thing though is i'm on such a low amount of sleep from this weekend that like i feel like i just need it as like a pre oh yeah a preventative measure kind of thing you might not wake up i'm gonna have to i mean i barely woke up today just because <laughs> no sleep uh but yeah i mean we'll get into that in a minute uh, i think you had something you wanted to say before we get into the good stuff right yeah so we're gonna just start the episode off with this because you kind of want to get the sad bits out early um one of our uh good friends and also a host of a podcast here on the Southside Productions Network, uh, lost his grandmother today, uh, our buddy Max with Take a Pitch. So we just wanted to, you know, say some some kind words and send our thoughts and prayers to Max, his family, everybody involved. And, you know, Southside Productions, we we like to uh, keep as a tight-knit group and we like to support each other. So uh, for those of you that, you know, want to send kind words to Max, you can feel free to do so on Instagram or any other platforms that you can find Take a Pitch. Uh, our thoughts and prayers go out to the Lutzker family and anyone else in uh, affected by this loss. Uh, to get into the good stuff, however... Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm all firing all cylinders tonight, came home, had a fish taco and, uh, and Just a cup of coffee. Taco? Oh yeah. The other one's like for post-show, you know, you want to split that up. You want to, you know, so your dinner is two fish tacos. Yeah, pretty much split up between two hours. Correct. Yeah. What kind of aggressive diet are you on? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm on this sweating diet so i'm up here <laughs> in this ungodly actually, high actually attic. i'm wearing a trash bag you can't see it <laughs> <laughs> and i was thinking to myself i was like even if i was eating my, my it was a shrimp taco i was eating my shrimp taco i had my cup of coffee and i was thinking to myself i was like brian no not not only was it a shrimp taco but it's leftover shrimp taco mm. i was like no good story i think maybe ever has ever started with i was eating a leftover shrimp taco I feel like once a story begins with that, it goes downhill rapidly. So what happened after you ate your shrimp taco? I, I, we're going to find out as this night <laughs> progresses. We're, <laughs> so we're, we're in new territory. I, I don't I know. never said it was an immediate thing. <laughs> you know, we don't know. This could go so poorly for me so fast. But we're here. I'm hopped up on caffeine and I'm ready to hear the days of the week. I, I am not hopped up on caffeine, actually. I specifically kept my caffeine intake to a minimum today so that I could just rock tonight. So I had um, I had one rain in the middle of the day. <laughs> you just needed it because then just, I you wouldn't have made something. I was, at, I was at work. It was it was a rough day. Um, I needed something. I did it. And we're here. I'm exhausted. But we're going to talk about the PGA uh, Championship today after I tell you guys what's going on this week. Right. Um, t- today, May 24th. We have National Escargot Day. I think that's squid. Is, is that correct? I'm not even I like I know the term. Obviously, I think everybody. Yeah, has, it's a fancy thing. Is it, never, snail? it might be snail. It isn't so nondescriptive. Uh, it is. 
French snails. Yeah. Snail. Knew it. Yep. Snail. Yeah. Snail. See, when you type French. in escargot, it just says dish. Very indescriptive. It's just a snail dish <laughs> served with <laughs> a large baguette. One large baguette. I think, I think that's you. what they eat in France. And then just I... a glass of white wine. <laughs> just it seems very French to me. <laughs> just bread, the snails, and and wine. I mean, that's really all you need right there. Those are the yeah. three main food groups I've heard. You could go to you could go to Walmart. Not Walmart, maybe not Walmart. I don't know. Walmart has dollar dollar uh baguettes though. They got which... dollar baguettes. Yeah, you never you never knew that. Are they stale though? Like why no, are they like, they're like they're like solid pieces of bread. Um, well, I'd assume they wouldn't get the food. I had a food weekend. Um, oh, but there you go. they got they got uh, yeah, it's like a dollar loaf of bread and you just eat it. Um, Speaking of dollar foods, however, I I just like this has been bothered this has been bothering me. So you know the 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 Philadelphia Phillies finally spend over the luxury tax, right? And now they had one dollar dog night so far this year. Apparently, there are no other dollar dog nights for the rest of the season. They just what they, it, they just can't afford it, or you just can't afford the so so we we got we got Kyle Schwarber, Nick Castellanos, and no dollar dogs. Honestly, I might take the worst baseball team and keep the dollar dog night. Well, I wouldn't consider them the best baseball team. I mean, it they hasn't lost gotten much better. Three or four to the Dodgers and barely won the fourth game. So. <laughs> you know, it's it's one of those things where it's like I feel like we're allocating money in places that seem unnecessary, really. If you can't afford the dollar dog nights, you shouldn't. You shouldn't buy. You can't tell me that. You can't tell me that without these two guys, we don't lose three or four. I. I mean, there's no chance that not having them on the team, we win three or win four of this series. There's no possible way you can tell me that because they make the team better. But if the team being better is losing three or four to the Dodgers and means that I have no dollar dog nights for the rest of the year, then I don't want it. Take it back. Yeah, like give me the dollar dogs. I don't. I will suffer through Roman Quinn and Odubel Herrera if it means oh, I get dollar no. dog nights. <laughs> uh, but when you put it, when you say it out loud, it's like, would I? <laughs> Am I gonna do that? <laughs> oh, okay. Continue with the days of the week. Um, we have on May twenty fifth National Wine Day. Shout out France. Shout um, out France. Shout out France. Uh, May twenty sixth Blueberry Cheesecake Day. Ooh. Uh, so that's pretty good. And the best of paper the cheese airplane day. That's which for some day, reason, huh? I can never figure out how to make a paper airplane correctly. It always just like starts and then just falls right into the ground. Yeah, mine, mine do the whole like spin thing and go nowhere except for turning oh, yeah? around basically. And at that point, it's like, yeah. You ever seen the video of uh, some guy at a soccer game who built a paper airplane from like the top deck, flew it, and actually hit somebody on the field? Yeah, it's insane. Impressive. Yeah, I can't get mine to go more than five feet. Yeah, how did you even do? Like, how did you do that? With I'm assuming the limited resources you had at a football game. Yeah, right. I, I don't know where you game? got the paper from. Where'd you get the paper <laughs> from, game. my friend? Yeah, where? First off, where the paper from? And if it's that thin paper that like wraps around a hot dog or something, even more impressive. That's, that's just the most impressive thing probably ever. So I feel like there's more questions than answers when it comes um, to paper airplanes. Yeah, for sure. Uh, speaking of questions, uh, the May 27th is National uh, Road Trip Day, and I just came back from one of those. Um, you got to do it again. I got to ask you this. I got to ask you. <laughs> you got to do it again. Have you ever had Chicago deep dish pizza? I have. Ne- well, I've like had deep dish pizza, but like not in Chicago. So I feel like it's like half-assed. I don't know. I've never had deep dish pizza before. Um, right. What did you think about it? That's going to be that's the question that I was referring to. I don't if, if someone's not following. I don't know why it made me feel uncomfortable. It was almost a bit soupy in a way. You, you I, definitely did not have a good pizza then. No, it was it was pretty bad. Interesting, <laughs> because because the one we got, we got it. Where did, I'm going to shout this place out. They're probably never going to hear this ever, but I'm going to shout them out. Anyway. Cheese is under the sauce. Uh, yeah, cheese is under the sauce. Uh, <laughs> Rosati's Pizza in Manuka, Illinois. Manuka, Illinois. Oh yeah. So, uh, sidetrack here. Does, does Illinois have the S on the end? Gina was. No. Uh, so it does. You don't say Illinois. You say it's Illinois. Illinois. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Illinois. Well, you said Illinois afterwards, so I wasn't sure if you were making fun of me or if. No, just... I, I'm not going to mock anybody that says it with the <laughs> S or not. But I'm almost positive it's pronounced Illinois. 
I have no idea. Anyway, Rosati's Pizza in Manuka, Illinois. It was delicious. I mean, I'm not saying it's better than pizza around here, but it was pretty close to being as good, if not better. I mean, there was like probably a half an inch of bread and then like another half an inch of cheese. Right. And then just like a light layer of sauce on the top. And Mm. when you picked it up, it was solid. See, that's surprising to me. It didn't move. You would think it's flopping. It didn't move. Yeah. I know. It was just a solid piece of pizza. It was delicious. Um, I had this this picture of it here. This was, I don't know if you saw that one. Woo! You saw that bad boy? Look at that. That was the, that was the Zaw. Yeah, you, you snapped that. You snapped that to me. It looks. Demolition. Yeah. Um, but yeah, really good. Uh, probably we'll do it again. We didn't get any toppings, though, because I wanted to try it like legit. Right. But do you think they put the toppings under the cheese or under the sauce? <clears throat> That's a great. Uh, I don't know if you. Now, I don't know see, if you got toppings Google. on yours. So hold on. Chicago, I don't know if you got toppings on yours when you had it. Chicago pizza with toppings. Um, but yeah, delicious pizza. If you're ever going through Chicago, we we were we were in Iowa, so we had to go through Chicago, or Illinois. Um, what was the other? Indiana, Ohio, and then all of Pennsylvania. Right. Um, so we were like, we're in we're in Illinois. We might as well stop and get some pizza. So what I'm looking at here, thanks to Google Images, is I'm seeing it two different ways. I'm seeing it within the pizza, like underneath the layer of sauce. I'm seeing some with with toppings on the top, and I'm seeing some with just toppings galore in for both, just betwixt the pizza. Maybe it's like a place to place thing, and they just decide. Um, yeah, I think you can. Themselves. I think you can definitely get a bit like uh, jazzier with your with your deep dish pizzas because you have so much room. You know, yeah. it's a deep dish. You have you have you room height. for creativity. You, know, it's, you have the height. It's not just the the landscape of it all. It's 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 a little bit built up, almost like a yeah, skyscraper. So, right. And so here I here I have a nice image that literally says the anatomy of the deep dish pizza. Oh, interesting. So so, so we have obviously we have the crust. First layer cheese, second layer sausage, third layer cheese, fourth layer pepperoni, then sauce. That sounds a little excessive. I'm not going to lie. Sounds like like, like, it sounds like a meat lover's pizza, but like with the added uh, pizzazz of being. It's got to be like six inches thick. Not only that, but that thing's got to have some weight to it. No. Yeah, for sure. That's the one we got had nothing on it and it was heavy. Well, I mean, it's a deep dish pizza. There's there's like two inches of pizza there. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on there. Um, Speaking of food, I got to shout out uh, Casey's. I don't know if you know of Casey's. It's uh, it's the Wawa version of the Midwest. No. Um, And they have the most immaculate breakfast pizza of all time. Um, I believe I've talked to you about this before, Um, but they they're basically known i think for their breakfast pizza because i i we got to the um rehearsal dinner of this wedding that we were going to and the first thing i did was start asking people about this breakfast pizza because i had heard about it like two years prior but i didn't remember where to go and i was like guys here's some really good breakfast pizza where i go and in unison almost everyone said casey's uh and i was shocked to find out it was a gas station but when i tell you this was the best breakfast pizza i've ever had in my life i'm not lying also that's the beauty of like some gas station foods, man. They're just so good for no reason. Yeah. Also, I'm pretty sure I had a heart attack. Um, <laughs> so Gene and I went to see the uh, Field of Dreams field, which was cool, by the way. Um, and we went to Casey's and I got breakfast and I was really hungry. So I got this thing. So just picture a ball of dough. Probably about this yay big. Um, for those that can't see, it's the from like my nose to like the top of my forehead. Right. If you just do that and then make a round um, like thing with your hands, that's about how big this thing was. I'm following along. Okay. For those, those follow along at home unless you're driving a vehicle. So from the yes, nose then, to then the top do not of follow forehead. along. Okay. So yeah. from the bottom where your thumb is, if right. that's how you made your circle, mm-hmm. go up about a half an inch. Okay? okay. That was egg in this little ball of dough. Okay. Jeez. So we got like three inches of, of space left yet, like two and a half, three inches. Now, what do you think was was taking up this last two and a half, three inches of this ball of dough? I want to say sausage. Just straight bacon and cheese. 
Oh. It was just like fresh bacon. Like not like those crappy bacon bits. Oh, but it was just stuff. Cheesy bacon. And it was it was thick. Like this thing was like a softball. Like that's how heavy this thing was. Like heavier than a softball, probably, because it was just filled with cheesy bacon. And I I felt like I was having heart palpitations because it was so much bacon, but it was delicious. It was so good. Look, you're not you're not eating bacon the right way if you're not having heart palpitations. You should yeah, be I mean, fearing look, for your health. I'll just I'll just say um, the Midwest is a wild place. The mid- <laughs> it's a wild place. They grow them big out there. It's not a lie. They do grow them big out there. I saw a newspaper with an article about mayonnaise. I think I sent you that one too. Did you see what? that one? What was, it was the like, title? Does your, it was like, does your mayonnaise need a mission or something like that? <laughs> it was like the front of this newspaper in the Midwest. It was the weirdest thing. I did not understand it at all. <laughs> it was just a giant jar of Hellman's mayonnaise. And then the, the, the title of the article was, does your mayonnaise need a mission? I don't understand it at all. Honestly, I think my mayonnaise does need a mission. My, my mayonnaise. Question. It is. But I do think yeah. my mayonnaise is missing a mission. It needs missions. Yeah. I wish I saved the picture. I didn't, though. Because then I could post it on our story and people you, can answer. And let did you know. buy the newspaper? You should have. No, it was at the golf course that the wedding was at. We were like getting ready to leave and I was sitting in this chair and I looked next to me and I saw a jar of mayonnaise on a newspaper. <laughs> and I was like, why is there a jar of mayonnaise on the front of this newspaper? So I picked it up and I, it was the weirdest thing. I did not understand it. Oh, man. Oh, God. Um, you know who does do not that. need a mission because he's already completed his mission? Justin Thomas. Justin Theodore Thomas. I'm assuming that's middle middle name? Name. I have no idea. It is now. Um, JTT, JT, JT squared. JT squared, if you will. Justin Thomas getting it done at Southern Hills for his second PGA championship win. Um, he just loves winning those PGA championships. The other majors just by the wayside. Give me some PGAs. Uh, getting it done from the clouds, basically, on Sunday. Absolute madness. He had a what was it? What was it? A one, yeah, one point two percent chance winning when he woke up Sunday morning, and he finished Sunday with a win, and another major, and a trophy. And you know, basically, I'm just saying we kind of called it here. We really did uh, really when we were talking about stuff. the power rankings. We were like, hey, Justin Thomas is in first here. I don't see him getting this win, um, Which, but now that by the way. Before we get too deep into things, I got to give credit where it's due to to Rob. Um, That's true. A lot of crap. You got it right. Yeah. I don't want to tell you. Um, not happy about it, but I, I gotta I gotta give credit where it's due. And you know what's even what's even more sad is we're doing the podcast early tonight, which means we probably won't get the power rankings from Rob during the show, which we usually end up having. So we yeah. can't even like continue to berate him. He he's gonna not only have one week off. But then, you know, next week, uh, because of the holiday, we'll not be having an episode. He's going to have two weeks off of us not making fun of him. Yeah. Which I, I know mean, is just is just uh, a, a saving grace for him. I know I know he dreads the day that our podcast gets released and he has to hear about our opinions on his on his uh, power rankings. Yeah. Like, I, I, I just know that everybody comes up to him and they go, Rob, like these guys, they just man they really put you in your place, you know, like you're, you're lesser of a man because of what these two say about you. And, yeah. you know, it, it's a, we, we, we are a, a needle mover type of podcast. We're like the tiger woods of podcasts. Really. We move. <laughs> the needle. Um, yeah. But Talk Justin Thomas, yeah. Justin Thomas gets it done for the PGA championship. Um, had a 67, 67 Thursday, Friday. Which isn't bad by any means. Some would say it's very good. With some some people like myself would say it's very good. But then the the Saturday seventy four basically solidifies that none of the big names are going to win this championship, right? Like all of them were out of it. You, you're looking at like the world top ten. All of them are basically out of contention by Sunday morning. Mito Pereira has this thing in a chokehold with his what was it three stroke lead going into Sunday? It was two, it was two strokes going two. into Sunday. Two-stroke league going into Sunday. We were going to have Mito Pereira winning the PGA Championship. It was going to be a cool story and everything like that. And then 
And then the Sunday scaries happened, which has been happening all year to pretty much everybody who's had the 54 hole lead, the Sunday scaries. And in the worst possible fashion for poor Mito Pereira, plus five on Sunday and ends up doubling the 18th. Absolutely gut wrenching. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that just makes you makes you just want to cry in a way that that sucks what happened to him on Sunday. And I it really start to wonder what is going on. Can nobody with a 54 hole lead just can play consistently like they had been playing the last three days. I know it was a lot of pressure and everything, but damn, you guys are professionals. Yeah. I mean, here's, here's the thing. Um, he's not exactly the guy um, when, when we talk about needle movers, he's not exactly like he's not exactly like us when it comes to being a needle mover. Well, yeah, um, we know, you know. Hey. Yeah, I mean, he he does okay for himself, but he's not Justin Thomas. He's not even Will Zalatoris, who somehow always shows up to these <laughs> these events. We'll get um, to him. <laughs> we'll get to him. But um, but yeah, I don't. I, I can't even find how many wins he has. Where where is this? How many wins uh, Mino Pereira has? Yeah. Oh, I have no. I don't idea. think he has any. I'm not. I don't. I don't believe he has any either. I, uh, yeah, he doesn't have any wins. No um, wins for Yomi. He's only played in his career. Most of them coming from from this year. Um, you can't expect anything like that from a guy like this in a major championship. Like what we saw two years ago with Wazal Torres at the Masters is an anomaly. Like you're not going to see a guy like that so far up the leaderboard at such a consistent basis. Like, yeah, he still got T3. Um, and, but he did lose $1.9 million, which we, we could talk about how aggressively <laughs> painful that is. Um, if you want, oh, no. oh. <laughs> it's tough for a guy who has never won on the PGA tour, even at a lower level event to try to win at a major championship. Like that's, that's tough. I mean, the, the good thing for some of the, these guys is they win at like these lower level events so you can kind of see what it takes to win because every guy that every guy that wins on tour has said yeah i did something different this week there's something that i had to do extra that i don't normally do during my preparation during my round whatever that kind of pushed me over the edge and got me to this point and someone who has only played in 28 total tour events never won um you don't know what that is so right. as much as this hurts for him, this is probably the best thing that could happen to him because I don't know if he had enough experience going into this to be able to say, oh, this is what I do differently normally than my normal preparation and normal routines. Like 28 events is, is a decent amount, don't get me wrong, but you need a bigger sample size to understand your tendencies and things like that, especially with going through all these time changes and everything like that with where the tour goes throughout the course of the year you need a little bit more of a sample size. So I think the fact that he lost this one is actually going to be good for him in the long run, because he's going to be able to see like next year when the PGA championship comes, he can see, okay, here's what I did wrong at this one. What can I do to prevent that from happening this time? Like how did my nerves get the best of me on 18? Because on 17, I looked solid. I looked like I was made of stone and I wasn't going anywhere. And then somehow on 18, I hit the ball into the water. What happened there? How can I change that? And how can I make sure that I can, like even if he bogeyed the 18th hole, he's in this playoff. Mm-hmm. The double bogey kills you. Everyone yeah. says it. The double bogey kills you. What can I do to prevent that from happening again? And not only that, but I mean, you know, we all know that golf makes no sense. It's never fair to anybody. It is always looking to beat you down every single every single time you tee it up. That's just how the game is. Um, and Mito Pereira, unfortunately, found the wrong end of that one with that double bogey on 18. Uh, you're right. He would have been at five under. He would have been in the playoff. He would have at least been competing past that last 18th hole on Sunday. But unfortunately, just did not shake out for him. But I agree. I think it, it could prove to be better for him if he takes it that way, which hopefully he does. And also, you know, this probably isn't going to be the last time we're talking about him this year. He was in 46 in the FedEx Cup. He's now in 35th. You know, he already came into this PGA Championship playing good golf so far this year. It's definitely looking like he's going to make the FedEx Cup playoffs. You know, so if he just keeps his head down, we have some smaller tournaments coming up at the back end of the season. Get a win in one of those, go into the FedEx Cup playoffs with some momentum, make some bag. You know, that's 
that's kind of where, where his headspace needs to be right now. And hopefully that's the way it can go. Um, back to JT though. Um, and basically how we called it. You're welcome. We have been talking about JT for what it feels like five weeks now being like, there's a win coming. There's a, there's a win in here somewhere. There's no way to not not be winning. Exactly. He's just playing too damn well. And his caddy, you know, maybe one of the most famous caddies of all time bones uh, agreed. He, uh, after the round, uh, after the win for the PJ championship bones was interviewed and he said, um, after, you know, the, so what was it? 74 on Saturday, yeah. uh, he was just really hard on himself. And I was like, dude, you got to stop being so hard on yourself. You're in contention every single week. We tee it up and he's not wrong. He's, he's literally been in contention for what feels like seven weeks now. Like this had to, this had to be coming. I did not expect it to be a major, but then again, it's Justin Thomas. I don't know why I was surprised. Yeah. I mean, um, he, he's one of those guys that can just seem to turn it on whenever he needs to. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And, you know, the the reason he is Justin Thomas is because of this. You know, the reason guys have names that, you know, and you remember and you're like, damn, like he's good is because those are the type of guys that can turn it on when need be when a win is right there. When you are down and out and have a one point two percent chance of winning Sunday morning and you end the day with the hardware and the two point seven million dollars. Yeah. That's uh, that's what Justin Thomas and guys like him do. Now, unfortunately for the other guy that was in the playoff, Will Zalatoris, um, it is uh, it seems like what he does is compete, but not win in majors. Here are his majors in his career that he's played in so far. He's missed cuts twice and both times at the U.S. Open in 2018 and uh, 2021. And now here's where it gets real. Eighth in the 2021 PGA Championship. Sixth in the 2022 Masters, sixth at the 2020 U.S. Open, second at the 2022 PGA Championship, and second at the 2021 Masters. Top. If he's not missing the cut, he's in the top ten. If there was a futures bet for a guy who in the next 20 years is probably going to win at least 10 majors, he's probably your safest bet. Agreed. As I like what I was saying before about guys saying that there was that one extra thing that they needed to do in order to win that week. That's all he needs at this point. He, he has the sample size that he needs to understand what he hasn't done yet in these major championships and figure out what he needs to do in order to get over this hump. I mean, he was in a playoff with Justin Thomas, one of the best golfers in the world. Um, Crazy stat for you about Justin Thomas, which is just a credit even more to Will Zalatoris for hanging in there. Uh, he hasn't played in as many events this year as he has in previous years in his career, um, but Justin Thomas has not missed a cut all year. In every event he's played, he's made the cut. He has three. He has a first-place finish. He has two top three finishes, eight top tens, and ten top 25s. He's played 13 events, and he's made 13 cuts. Yep. He is a really good golfer. He knows how to win on tour. He's done it multiple times, uh, 15 times in his career, to be exact. Um, and to be able to hang in there with a guy like that as a 25-year-old Will Zalatoris with no major winning experience, that's huge. I mean, he only lost by one stroke in the aggregate playoff. That's yep. not a lot. That's literally one shot. And what's even funnier is I'm looking at the stats here. Not only was he in the top 20 in every single strokes gain stat that is kept, but he was top 10 in three of them. Strokes gain putting, 10th. Uh, strokes gain T to, T to green, 6th. Uh, strokes gained total, 1st, because he was tied. Um, and then, you know, 18th in strokes around the green, 19th in strokes off the tee, 11th in strokes gained approach. Like, he's right there, literally. It was just you were one shot away from having a major title and you you gotta you gotta say if there's the safest bet for the next five years for a guy to win a major wills Alatoris is probably your safest bet yeah <clears throat> there's no way that this kind of trend of good golf can continue <laughs> without him eventually winning a major it, 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 if it I, did I, I would be so sad for him yeah, he would almost go into a category with Tony Finau of why can't these guys win? <laughs> Poor Tony Finau. Um, but, you know, yeah, you really have to kind of like look at these things when it comes to Will Zalatoris. And 
wonder if he is in the same boat. You know, obviously, you know, he's not exactly Scotty Scheffler uh, because Scotty Scheffler has done it. But you got to you got to ask yourself as far as like the young talent here. Is he in the same boat as Scotty Scheffler just without the wins? I would I would say, yeah, I mean. Up until a few months ago, Scotty Scheffler was the guy that we were talking about where he hadn't done anything significant on tour. He'd, he'd been up there on the leaderboards. Um, he didn't have a win at all. And then the floodgates just opened, and now he has like six wins. Um, I, I think Will Zalatoris is probably the closest comparison we can get to Scotty Scheffler pre that six-week run that he had where he went four for six. Um, and I do, I do think it's the same situation. Because Will Zalatoris is a great young golfer. He knows how to play the game smart, and that's what you need to be able to do to win major championships. You can hit it around all the live long day, hitting the ball 400 yards like Bryson, but guess what? If you're not healthy, I'm, I'm taking shots at Bryson. It, it's just yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> If you're not healthy and you can't hit the ball where you need to hit the ball, you're not going to win major championships. That's just what's, how it's going to go. Will Zalatoris may be a skinny boy, uh, but guess what? He knows where he needs to hit the ball and he knows where he can't hit the ball. And as long as he keeps doing that, a win's coming his way soon. And let's also not, you know, we know that, yes, uh, Bryson DeChambeau did win the U.S. Open. However, I think that U.S. Open specifically might have been the only one he could ever win because that's like maybe the only course that he would be the only one to be able to outmuscle and that would screw everybody else. Uh, so I think that was like probably the one time, uh, depending on how, you know, courses go forth in the future with where they're at for for majors and stuff but that was yeah. probably the only one that he might be able to acquire he's not winning the masters i know that but you know that that's enough that's enough uh price and shambo talk for me uh but then my follow-up question here since we're doing kind of a comparison situation here do you think wills Torres gets that one w and has a scotty scheffler-esque type of run do you think that that is possible for a wills Torres once he gets that win I, I think it's possible. I don't think it happens, though. Um, right. What we saw with Scotty is unprecedented, and we won't see for a while. Um, that's like what Scotty did is something that we saw young Tiger do, where every week that he was teeing it up, it was like, okay, yeah, he's probably going to win this week. It didn't last nearly as long as Tiger did, which is why he's not Tiger. Um, but for those six weeks that Scotty was winning every week, like – yeah, we knew it was happening just because he was playing that good of golf. Um, Will is capable of doing that. I just don't know that he's quite at that point. And I think what we're going to see from Will is a few sporadic wins here and there. And then maybe a few years down the line, we'll see a little bit of a run like Scotty had. Um, I don't see him winning four of six at any point. Um, not at the moment anyway, uh, but maybe in the future he does. Right. And you, it could happen. It's not likely. I don't think this, it was so unlikely for Sky to do it. It's, re, it's really ridiculous to make that kind of comparison, but we might as well. We're here anyways. Um, but speaking of comparisons, folks, and to Scotty Scheffler specifically, I have a list of two people on tour here for the most top three finishes on the PGA Tour so far this season. Scotty Scheffler's name is one of the names on this list. Do you happen to know who the other on this list is, Rick? Top three finishes. Most top three finishes. Yes. Most top three finishes. Um, huh. Scotty Scheffler's in go, first with five. How about I go with Rory? No. Darn it. Um, tied at the top of this list for most top three finishes with five total, the rookie of the year, I, I, uh, I added there a couple episodes ago, Cameron Young with three seconds and two thirds. He came in what, uh, T three in the PGA champ at four under, um, also one stroke away from being involved in the playoff. Um, I'm telling you. Another player. one we might have called here with the Cameron Young pick here. Um, yeah, I mean, also cool little bit about Cameron Young, sponsored by Major League Baseball. Is he really? Yeah, he's got the Major League Baseball um, emblem on his uh, on his arm. Didn't even know it was a thing. 
I didn't know it was a thing either. I found that out when I was watching. I was like, is that is that what I think it is? Yeah, there it Unfortunately, was. I was radio listening <clears throat> this weekend. Oh, nothing, nothing quite like listening to golf on the radio. I'll tell you, it wasn't what. bad actually. They were going, they were going pretty nuts during the playoffs. Well, yeah, I mean, would you, would you not? You're looking at JT and Will Zalatoris come down the stretch yeah. in a playoff. I, mean, I got to, oh. I, it was great. I got to listen to the Phillies game, the final call for the Phillies game. Uh, they were losing their minds with that, uh, <laughs> with gotta that love, final run there. I love then, winning uh, on an air. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, we got to listen to the to the playoff between JT and uh, and Will. And the funny thing is, I was like I said, we were listening to the Phillies game in the car, and I was like, I wasn't really paying like too much attention to it because I was driving. Um, but I knew uh, Mito was in in the lead, and I was expecting. I had Gina checking the app for me every once in a while, like to see what was going on. Right, and uh, come like seventeen, I think he was still in the lead. She had just told me he. She was like, "Oh, Mito's in." Uh, in the lead right now by two strokes or whatever. And I was like, Oh, okay. He's on 17. It's probably going to be over like whatever. And then um, I got an update on my phone that there was a playoff starting involving Justin Thomas and Will Zalatoris. And Gina was reading this to me and she was like the, the first whole uh, playoff between like the first whole playoff with Justin Thomas and Will Zalatoris or whatever. Um, and I didn't hear Mito's name and I was really confused. I was so confused. You're like, hold on. Oh, hold on. So I had her look and it was like, yeah, there's a playoff between them two. And I was like, okay, I have to turn this on. I'm sorry. So we listened to the three hole playoff and that was fun. It was actually really fun to listen to it on the radio. Um, those announcers are really good at, uh, at describing what's happening on the course. I feel like it gotta be for that job. And from what I heard, JT was just a stone cold killer on all three of those holes. Well, that makes a lot of sense. It is JT after all. Um, yeah, I, Man, radio golf, you have to be good at that job. Like, you, you can't, like, be bad at that job because you're just going to put people to sleep. Yeah, I've listened to it before. Yeah, yeah so have I. I've, 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 I've taken a gander at uh, some some golf on the radio. And it is actually pretty good. I mean, they're they're great at their job doing what they do. Yeah. Um, another guy down the stretch here at the PGA Championship, uh, especially on Saturday, who kind of made a run at it a little bit. Uh, but then f- uh, fell off on uh, Sunday. I don't. Did he officially withdraw, or did he just kind of fall off the board a little bit? Bubba, he finished. Yeah. So uh, Bubba Watson. Oh, there he is. Uh, made a run at it. He ended up finishing in T thirty with a plus five on Sunday, and then uh, immediately turned around and withdrew from the Charles Schwab challenge this week because uh, he is going to be getting knee surgery on a torn meniscus that's going to sideline him for four to six weeks. Uh, so that kind of sucks, uh, but he, he did make a run at it. He had a seven under 63 on round two, and it was like, damn, like that's okay, Bubba. He came out of nowhere on Saturday. Absolutely nowhere, which is awesome because Bubba Watson, one of the more likable guys on tour, he's got a bright pink shaft on his driver, and it just likes to – Do major wins, no big Do major wins, likes to never hit the ball straight on purpose. I guess he just thinks it's boring to do that. He'd rather – It's fair. It is he'd rather hit fades and draws and just uh, be a magic man all over the place. Uh, so, you know, it was cool to see him. You kind of knew that he probably wasn't going to do a whole lot on Sunday. But, um, you know, you looked at the score on Sunday, plus five, and you're like, damn, what happened? And now you kind of get it with the torn meniscus. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be sidelining Bubba for four to six weeks. So hopefully he returns uh, just about as good as he's been playing because so far he's actually been playing some pretty good golf so far this year. He's in 71st in the FedEx Cup rankings. Um, so just outside of that top 70. But I think he'll get there. I mean, it's, it's Bubba. I think he's got good enough game right now that it's he gonna can be make tough it. with four to six weeks off, though. It is. It's going to be hard to make up that ground, uh, especially with everybody else moving around you. And, you know, especially when you get to the top 70, like up there, there's still a lot of really good golfers up there. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It would have been nice if he could have finished with a top 10 this week, even with that uh, with that torn meniscus, just give him a little something going into his four to six weeks off. Yeah, definitely, definitely would have liked that uh, little point cushion that he could have gotten from a better finish. But we'll see what happens with him when he comes back in four to six weeks. Uh, hopefully his recovery is speedy um, to move forward. What do we have here? What, is, what do we get? Check it. Um, no, that's actually all the news I got from the uh, from the PGA Championship. We want to talk about John Daly's stats from day one. Oh, yes. Yes. Do you, you have see, those you see that? readily available? 
Uh, maybe. Let me check. <laughs> uh, yeah, do you here have we go. his real stats, or do you have the stats that matter? The stats that matter for sure. Okay, great. Um, yeah. So the final tally of uh, everything that John Daly had on uh, the first day of the PGA Championship, when he was in the lead of, by the way, for a short period, he was minus one. He was in the short in the lead for a short period, which that happened, honestly, folks. That would have been amazing if that could have kept up. That would have been oh, so man. great. Um, John Daly on day one of the PGA Championship, twenty-one six, twelve Diet Cokes, six packs of peanut M and M's, and zero ounces of water. Those are the official stats of John Daly um, and some sick pants with like skulls on them. Do you see it's, those dude? John Daly brings the fire every time he hits every time he he's hits got like green shoes on. He's got like a, like an aqua, like turquoise color polo with like a really Hispanic looking pants with like skulls and flowers and a lot of colors. And he just didn't drink any water. You see, that's not a man that needs water. If a, if a guy is, um, if a guy is sponsored and backed by Hooters, he doesn't drink water. Uh, the real question, though, is uh, we have twelve diet cokes on the list here. How many of those did he actually switch out for Coors Light without anyone noticing? That mm, that's a good point. That's a good point. How many of those do you think were actual? beers and they just had to write down it was soda i don't know like you because 12 diet cokes that's a lot i don't know if he's getting those like around the course he's making his caddy carry them i don't know Um, that's a lot like a lot a lot but i don't think there's i don't think there's one or the other i don't think you're i don't think you're drinking 12 diet you're drinking six diet cokes and then six cores lights that's true I think That's you're either going either. twelve and oh, you're going twelve and zero oh either way. You're either drinking twelve diet cokes or you're drinking twelve Coors lights. And for some reason, I feel like John Daly just went twelve Coors lights and told everyone his diet coke. Yeah, that that would make a lot of sense for John Daly to do that. It's just a very John Daly thing to do in the first place. Though, like I said, this is a guy that's uh, who he and his son are sponsored by Hooters. Yeah, that's right, folks. He was like, "You want to know what? My son is going to get sponsored by Hooters, and you're going to like it." Um, cause that's who John Daly is. Uh, and we actually have some more to talk about when it comes to John Daly, when we get to the two man scramble, cause of an interesting fact. Um, also, you know, obviously before we end our PGA championship conversation, got to touch on tiger tiger ended up missing the cut. Um, and then, well, uh, then he, I believe he withdrew before he officially missed the cut. Correct. He did. He, he withdrew after he finished his round on Friday. Um, where he shot like a plus seven or something like that, I think. Right. And, you know, all um, we were talking about, um, it was officially his worst round of golf on the PGA Tour um, ever. Uh, what we were talking about prior is we were like, look, if he can just get through four days without limping around, that's a win. Unfortunately, that's exactly what didn't happen. He was limping by the end of day one. And it was, it sucks to see. It really does suck to see. Um but again, and like I feel like we're giving him excuses or whatever or harping on it, but you know, he did almost lose that leg. Like that leg is never going to be the same. So it's going to be interesting to see how he kind of comes back from this because the Masters, just the fact that he played the Masters was like, that's awesome. Tiger's playing golf again. We don't care about your score. Like this is great. And for the PGA Championship, it's not like anybody I think had expectations by any means, but we all wanted him to be, you know, just like a bit, healthier looking out there you know what i'm saying like we want him to look yeah. like he was just healthier in general and honestly like i'm i don't want to say it but he looked worse than he did at the masters i lied he did he did make the cut i lied um, oh he did make the cut yeah he he was he came in at minus three um i forgot i forgot that he played round three because he just that's when he he blew up so his first round was 74 uh, second round was 69 nice so he was minus three going into the weekend the cut was minus four and then 79 on saturday and then that's when he withdrew okay so he, he made the cut which is good but you know like he was limping on day one. Oh yeah that cane that putter cane came out real early and it's just really unfortunate to see because you know like we all just want tiger to be back you know and it's we wonder how long that's going to be, if that's ever going to be. Yeah. 
Um, but we have some more to touch on with that when we get a two-man scramble, so we're kind of wait on that for a bit. But for now, I have found, um, you know, pretty much not the – it's not Rob Bolton's power rankings. Don't get me wrong. But power rankings nonetheless from ProGolfNow.com. I'm sure this is just going to be the most reliable source that you can find. Um, did, you, did you not see the one on the PGA Tour website? No, did it actually get posted on time? I think I just saw it. What? Because I just looked it up and it, it, I didn't have it. Okay, so Charles Trump Power Rankings. Here we yeah, go. I was just on. The, I was just on the app and I, I saw Power Rankings. I didn't click on it though. See, I got the Power Rankings for 2021, but that's going to help nobody. News. I have the first look, Charles Schwab challenge. No, I got power rankings. Damn. We're switching it up this week, people. We're switching. Are you? Yeah, you're. You're gonna do it now. All right. Cool. Yeah. If it loads for me. Well, yeah. That's always a. That's always a if situation. Yeah. Big. Big if situation. Big if situation. We don't. Hopefully. You know. We don't have the highest quality of Wi-Fi here. You know. We don't get. We don't get paid for this. Okay, folks. We're doing yeah. this at our own free will. I never claimed to be good. Why that's is like it? Do you, do you see this right now? Like the slogan of this podcast. Power rankings. Okay. Right. And I click on it and nothing happens. All right. Well, I, then I might be able to I might be able to actually get to it then. I don't understand what's going on right now. Here we go. Power rankings. Give it to me. You got it? There he is. There's Rob. Good old Rob. We are not right. switching it up this week because we're my not, phone yeah, sorry sucks. to get you excited. We're we're not switching it up this week uh, at all, basically. Um, all righty, let's Let's take a look here, shall we? We got top five in no specific order. Wills Alatoris, Colin Morikawa, Scotty Scheffler, Justin Thomas, and Jordan Spieth. Okay. Nobody totally out of the ordinary here, for me at least. Um, so... I could, I could be going out on like the completely wrong limb here. But when I saw the power rankings on the app, there's one man in the picture. So I'm going to say he's number one. Is it Jordan Spieth at number one? This it week? is Jordan Spieth at number one. That is correct. Okay. It's a good assumption then. Um, I guess JT's probably going to be number two if he just won. Nope. No. You we're would not, think. Usually that's how he works. That. But, you know. Um, okay. Uh, so we got Scotty and who else? Uh, Will Zalatoris and Colin Morikawa. And Colin Morikawa. Okay. Uh, I guess Scotty at number two. Scotty is at number two. And then I'll go Colin. Nope. Nope. Is that JT at three? No. Is Will at three? Will at three. Is, is And then it's Will. Is it J, JT after that? Yep. And then it is Colin. And then Colin. Okay. Yep. I don't hate it. I don't hate it either. Uh, I don't know if, you know, something has happened to Rob. Uh, he's doing things a bit different here on his descriptions. He's leading off with everybody's age. What? For some <laughs> reason. I don't know. I do not know why. Uh, but, you know, we're going we're to find out. Con Morikawa, age 25. Fun fact. Um, third appearance leading the PGA tour in final round scoring average 67 with eight rounds contributing still out to avenge his playoff loss here in 2020 T14 last year. Um, yeah. It's like, he's starting these descriptions off with age and amount of appearances at the Charles Schwab. As if those are relevant. Like, I don't, I mean, amount of appearances, I guess are relevant, but maybe I, I don't know. Weird, weird. Um, Kyle Morikawa five. I don't hate it. I don't. I don't know that he has not been playing good golf recently. I haven't really heard too much from him. Yeah, he's just he's. I don't know if there's just something missing here, or if he just can't catch any momentum. Uh, but he was t fourteen last year in twenty twenty, lost in a playoff. So obviously this is a this is a tournament that he could you know realistically win. I think um, number four, Justin Thomas, age twenty nine, third appearance. Yes, it will be a challenge to amp back up after the emotional turmoil on Sunday at Southern Hills, but his floor is highest than most. He's soared all season. That's accurate. Um, I think, like like we've said pretty much for the last couple of weeks here, hasn't um, missed a cut. he hasn't missed a cut all year, and also he's just been playing some damn good golf. Um, I I would 
I wouldn't go too far out on a limb here to say that Justin Thomas could win back to back here. I don't think I, I don't be, think uh, he I don't think so just because of the fact that it was a very emotional win uh last year. Uh, because or this year I mean because when he won what two years ago or right. whatever it was. Yeah. Wasn't that like right after he lost his grandfather or something like that? Yeah, when he won his first PGA. I think that was 27. It was like a week. It was like a week after he lost his grandfather or something like that. I right. Thought. Or maybe that was another tournament that he won. Either way, they mentioned it a lot yesterday um, on the radio broadcast, at least. I don't know what they said on the TV broadcast. Um, But, yeah, Justin Thomas is a big family guy, and all of his family was there except for his grandfather, who had been been there for a lot of his golf career. Um, I I see him coming out and competing for sure, most likely making the cut as he hasn't missed one this year. Um, Unfortunately, I don't see him winning again this week, though. Okay, I, I hear you. I was just saying I don't think it's, like, out of the ordinary to say maybe he could go back-to-back here. Oh, there's a chance for sure. Uh, number three, Will Zalatoris, age 25, second appearance. He's evolved from Zalatoris, god of the non-members, to Zalatoris, god of the non-winners. Tops tour and strokes gained approach to the green and strokes gained tee to green. Um, dude, can somebody just get Will Zalatoris a win? Can just just get him and get him, get him a win. Come on. He'll get there. I mean, he won earlier this year, right? I think. Maybe. Or is he just? I just have. Does he just have a bunch of top fives? Hold on. I'm looking He's been playing good golf. I don't know. If, I don't remember if he won or not, though. I feel like there's definitely a Will Zalatoris win in somewhere here. There might be. Uh, where's the damn leaderboard? There it is. Uh-huh. Here we go. That'll that'll tell us. Ooh. Oh man, Will Zalatoris falling out of the t- yeah, no wins so far this year, but six top tens. Um, he's fallen to 13th in the FedEx Cup uh, standings. Um, he wasn't like fourth at one point. Um, but Will Zalatoris just somebody he, he just he deserves a win right now. It feels like it's yeah, with man, how well he's fine. playing, it seems yeah. like it. It, it. They're coming. I can feel it. They're coming. Uh, number two. The man, the myth, the slam, Scotty Scheffler, uh, age 25, third appearance. His missed cut at Southern Hills is evidence that he is human, but he's also rested for two more days in advance of his return home to the DFW Metroplex. Um, what the hell is the DFW Metroplex? Um, also, is that what we, we're calling Jersey now? Also relevant uh, that the Scotty Schlam is no longer in play. Unfortunately. It's unfortunate, but but yes, that is correct. Probably the, probably the most relevant information of this segment. Pretty much, yeah. Unfortunately, the slam is no longer an option. Uh, for 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 or the slam, sorry, the slam is no no it's longer an slam. option. Just, Come on and jam, and welcome to the slam. Yeah, you gotta get the, the in there. Yeah, you gotta you gotta add some some je ne sais quoi to that one. You know, some I think phlegm. that's you got you definitely gotta add phlegm. Um, you gotta add schlem. Yeah, add some schlem. Add some schlem. Does your mayonnaise need a mission? Um, number I'm one overall. On our story. It's gonna happen. Speaking of our mayonnaise, that's on a mission. Number one overall, Jordan Spieth. Uh, age twenty-eight, tenth appearance. Bummed about a t thirty-four at the PGA, but there's no place like home. The former winner at Colonial twenty sixteen also has a trio of runner-up finishes among eight top 15s. This is a tournament that I do know Jordan Spieth well uh, for playing well here. He's definitely a, a good top 15 candidate, top 10 candidate here. Uh, and I, don't, I definitely don't think it's out of the, out of the realm of possibility they could win this. Um, and I think oh. it would probably be really good right now for the season for him to get a W here at a tournament that he's clearly comfortable with. Yeah, definitely. Um, but that is your power rankings for the Charles Schwab challenge this weekend, which means we move now into our two man scramble segment. We said we'd get back to John Daly and Tiger Woods. How could they possibly be affiliated with each other? Well, I'll tell you. Uh, so John Daly but first, Oh, a word from our sponsor. Ah, uh, yes, this is now it's Rick's uh, NyQuil time. Hopefully he's timed this properly in these segments that we're about to Go off on 7.30. Nothing like it. You nothing know like I mean? a 7.30 NyQuil run, you know? Nothing better. Nothing no, better. Nothing, nothing, nothing really uh, soothes the soul. Shout out to our sponsor, Vix. 
Vix, uh, do, have you ever done a vapo rub? Are you a vapo rub kind of guy? No, no, it's not hard enough for me. I, hey, if you just put it right up under the nose, though, that could it doesn't work. I have this thing, it's um, Gina's mom got this for me. It's a vapo inhaler by Vix. Fascinating. So, what you do is like you shake it like this, right? And then it's like a smelling salt. So, it's like, oh, that you just, yeah, oh my god, you're just that. Doing- just doing smelling salt it doesn't do anything it doesn't do anything clearly it's do it's doing nothing for you it smells like yeah. the vapor rub stuff but it's the thought it's just, the thought that counts though. my nose is just too messed up it doesn't do anything for me do you gotta get that you definitely got like a deviated septum or something like that man i don't know the sums up with your nose your your nostrils are oh yeah definitely just make sure you get the, the last bits there get yeah, the right make sure that there's only like, you gotta you gotta nose. clean you gotta make sure you clean it they see there you go that's what i'm talking about all right this is a pg program that was graphic <laughs> <laughs> um yes but how how exactly could john daly and tiger woods be related well i'll tell you um john daly after, of all time how else oh yeah exactly uh john daly after the pga championship uh was asked about you know what he thought of tiger's performance and everything like that and he said if tiger was able to drive a cart he would have competed and that kind of begs the question now in certain circumstances, much like the one that Tiger finds himself right uh, in right now, which is coming back from a vicious injury to his leg, should some golfers be allowed to um, should they be allowed to have a cart? Might be slightly controversial here, but I'm going to say no. Um, Interesting. I do think it provides a bit of an advantage. Uh Although they do have the disadvantage of whatever injury, like for example, Bubba Watson, if he decided he wanted to come back a week or two early. Um, unfortunately, that's just how the cookie crumbles. You can't really do anything about it. Um, I feel like the fact that you wouldn't have to be walking, especially a place like Southern Hills um, and a place like maybe the Masters, like somewhere where there is a lot of hills and that does become a factor, endurance does become a factor of the tournament, I feel like you should not be allowed to because I do think it would give you a slight competitive advantage. Um, Right. As much as the torque from a swing is going to affect Tiger's knee and his leg just as much, that on top of walking is going to make it even worse. So if he doesn't have the walking, then it does give him a bit of a competitive advantage, I feel like. Right. And, you know, I... (laughs) I do, I do want to be like, no, like Tiger should, you know, because he's Tiger. But also, just because he's Tiger doesn't mean he should be getting special treatment from the PGA Tour, especially yeah. in actual tournaments. Like, if this was a situation where it was like an invitational or something along those lines where um, it's not, you know, a PGA point event, you're not getting FedEx Cup points, sure, let the man use a cart. Have yeah. at it. But when it comes to guys fighting and scrapping for points in the PGA, in the PGA Tour and on the FedEx Cup circuit, you can't really go giving, you know, favors to just guys that, you know, have done great things in their career. You know, it's very nice that it is Tiger and everything, but you can't really go giving those guys like carts and stuff. And it is a clear competitive advantage. Like, yeah, let's let's not act like it's not exhausting walking some of these courses for a lot of these guys. Yeah. You know, I know you don't have to carry your bag and everything, but it's damn exhausting on a really hot I mean, just, day, you know? Yeah. Just picture, like, I mean, I'm sure everybody listening has walked 18 at some point in their life. Sure. Just picture how exhausted you were from that. Now, add right. add 1,500 yards to that and a bunch more hills. Now you got a PGA Tour event. And then make it four days in a row. And then make it four days in a row. Like, that adds up for sure. Um, and having a cart, even if it's just for one of those days, is, is a big advantage. And it, it'll definitely save you a little bit. Uh, part of me when you asked when you originally pitched this question was like what if we did like a voting system where like tiger would go into the week on like a tuesday or something like that and he'd be like hey uh, he'd have to like file something with the pga tour and he'd be like hey i want to use a cart this week um what are we thinking and then all of the other players in the event would have like a voting kind of thing and it would be like you need like I don't know, maybe like 80% of the people to say, yes, you can use a cart. It would need to be a high number. I feel like you couldn't do 50, you couldn't do majority because right. if you have, if you have a majority of people, that's still 49% that like could possibly be super against it. Um, 
so that was my original thought. And then I thought, um, well, yeah, that would work if we were just trying to get Tiger to play in these events, because obviously everybody's going to say, yes, like we wouldn't be here without Tiger. But then my second thought following that was what if it was Patrick Reed in that situation or <laughs> Bryson DeChambeau or like someone not as likable and not as important to the game of golf as Tiger. Uh, and then, then we might have some issues and then yeah. there's more complaints and it just like, it seems like a snowball, a steep slope and a snowball effect that is just something that we should probably just avoid overall. Not only that, but also the PGA Tour has had their fair share of drama recently, which I'm sure yeah. they're trying to avoid at all costs right now. So I don't think that that's going to be in the cards at all. Um, but it was just it was just something that, you know, John Daly said, and it, it makes a good point. You do have to think like probably he would have been competitive if he had if he had the cart because it would have been less of a strain on his leg. But yeah, this is uh, this is the game of golf, man. And unfortunately, if you can't compete, you can't compete. And that's just kind of where Tiger finds himself right now. So I'm interested to see how the rest of the season goes for him. I'm assuming he's going to play in the other two majors, um, but we're just going to have to find out how that goes. Um, other than that, Rick, unless you got any more golf news, that's going to wrap this one up. Nope, that's it for me. All righty. Well, let's let's get Rick to bed, shall we? Thank you, as let's always, for listening, folks. You guys are awesome. I just, yeah, you guys are great. Thank you so much for We appreciate you. Us. We really appreciate we, you. We we heart you um go, go ahead and follow us on instagram uh from the tips underscore pod go ahead and follow us on twitter while you're at it ftt underscore pod that's Please right do. folks we also have a twitter uh, mayhem will probably ensue at some point uh, as long as people start following me yeah we just need followers people we need people to, to follow the twitter i'm not Seriously. i'm not gonna tweet so that Brian and I can look at our tweets. Brian and I know what I'm tweeting. We, we know what we're talking about. We want other people to know. Yeah. Um, so go follow us, people. Come on. Just hit the follow button. It's not that hard. Um, we do appreciate you for listening, though. And as always, we out. Thanks, guys. See you later.